focusing on an emerging generation of kings. teaching on I'm here for business. Look at somebody say I'm here for business. I'm here for business. And as a subtitle representing God in the marketplace. Representing God in the marketplace. I'm not here for jokes. I'm here for business. We have spoken about the importance of occupying. We have spoken about how God is a businessman amongst many other things, but he's a business man. And that on every investment he makes, he expects a return. Um, in the first service, I ended by saying that Jesus said, behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me. Is that I'm going to reward each man, not according to his declaration, faith affirmation, the gyration of his dance steps, how passionate he is within the falls of the church. Is that according to his work. So when the Bible speaks about the finished work of Christ, he does not exempt believers from doing work. It's just that now we work for a different reason. We're not working for salvation. We're working from salvation. The premise of our work is not to be accepted by God. We are working because we are already accepted by God. We're not trying to work our way into God's good books. We are working from God's good books. We're working according to the principles of God, the patterns of God. God does not approve of us based on our works. But he can either approve or disapprove our works based on our works. So you will not be cast away, right? But your works can fall short of the expectations of God. Are you following that now? As a matter of fact, when Paul uses that expression, lest I become cast away. That cast away does not mean I lose my salvation. It means that I'm not approved of God based on what I've done, based on what is given to me. So Paul's life embodies this whole principle when it says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of a sovereign being conformable to his death. And then he says, I do not count myself to have attained. He said, but I apprehend, I stretch, I strive. I reach for that which I've been saved for. So let's start this morning from the book of Colossians. Colossians in the service. Colossians chapter 3. We saw some very interesting verses in the first service. Colossians 3, 22 to 25. Now this one is different from Ephesians 6. But it sounds very similar as you would see now. Let's read from verse 22 to 25 at the count of 3, 2, 1, we read. Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleases, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. And there is no... Did somebody see what the word said? Now, not everybody read. So you all are going to read it alone. Loud, strong, 
clear. You know how it is. I don't preach to while away time. I preach to transform hearts and minds by the light of God. So at the count of 3 to 1, please read from verse 22 all the way to verse 25, Colossians 3. 3 to 1, go. Does this sound similar to Ephesians 6? So he wrote to the Ephesian church and the rest of the Colossian church. It must be very important. How many of you know that the Nigerian church needs more of this? Oh, come on. Oh, you don't know. How many of you know that one of the reasons the faith has been spoken negatively of is largely because we don't follow this? Oh, come on, somebody. That he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. He's not saying, yeah, you know what? The blood covers that. Oh, can I talk right now? Oh, God, I thought I can get away with anything. Oh, God. All right, I play the blood. I stole 10 million, but I play the blood. I play the blood. Play the blood. When it's time for the next election, I'll just show up in the church. And I will sow a seed to the church building. Oh, you're not ready for this. We're not. <laughs> it's too loud. <laughs> it's Kong. Check that out. Now let's start from verse 22 and then I'll give you seven points. Verse 22 real quick. What does it say in verse 22? He says, bond servants. Now I need to explain this. When it said bond servant, why is it written that way? Bond servant is the word dolos in the Greek. And what it means is a servant that is actually a slave was a slave that was bought off the slave market. Right? And that slave was sold out to the master, to the owner. And one of the major things that made the person a bond servant was that the slave would literally bear in its body the mark of an ownership, of, of ownership. So in today's world, you have your QR code, right? Or your barcode, which means how many of you have shopped in the place before that you were about to leave and you just said, tan, 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 there was a tag on it. And so they had to bring the tag back, remove the tag, and set you free, not well, set the thing free, right? It was bound to that mall, to that space. It also had a barcode, an identity code, that if you place it on a machine, it reads off the details of that. So when Paul was saying, henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of Christ, this is what it's talking about. Dolos is what it's talking about. He's not talking about an invisible... Mark that ah, if anybody sees me, they'll just like me. No, he's saying that I bear the proof of my loyalty to my owner, that I have scars, I have contracts, I have lost because I didn't sleep with somebody. That's the marks in my body. I had a billion dollar deal. Ah, we need to talk if you do. 
had a billionaire deal, hundred millionaire deal that I was taken or was taken away from me because I said I don't sleep with women. And I said, if you have to get the deal, you have to join us because we have to be able to trust you. Oh, come on, somebody, am I talking now? The guy came to my campus, Aristo guy. Everybody was going crazy. People were dancing and swishing and shaking. And he just called me. I'm the person he wanted. But he said, you have to spend the nights and I will make all your dreams come true. All of a sudden, you become an Instagram influencer. No influencer. I will take you to Dubai. Seashells. You will see shells in seashells. I will change your phone and your ringtone. Come on, somebody. And I turned it down. That is the mark of Christ. It is the proof that you are sold out to somebody else. Because the Nigerian church, we feel the mark is one invisible thing hovering around you. That the enemy will just see you and fear. No. When the enemy sees the stripes that you have taken for Christ, then even hell respects your commitment. Oh, am I talking right now? If you can say amen, you can clap. If you can't clap, you can shout. If you can't shout, you can holler. So a bond servant bears the proof of ownership. He's been marked. And that mark is not a pleasurable mark. That's why the Bible still speaks in the New Testament. It says that we are the circumcision. We are not of the lot of people who just say, you know, Abraham was circumcised and all. Our lives are the circumcision. Our lives are marked. In other words, some patterns of the flesh have been cut off. Because in circumcision, not only do you cut, you take some things off. But it's a generation that is so sensitive that when you bring out the razor, they have left the theater. When they see the glinting edge of the blade, they can't stand with that. Oh, can I talk right now? And those kind of people have no staying power. They're not dolos. Because a lot of believers know Christ as Savior, but not as Lord. You know, for the longest time, I wonder why people will preach in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. The early church knew he was not just Savior, he was Lord. And Jesus is long as the difference. A Savior rescues you. That's what most people want. They want something that can only rescue them. A Lord owns you. So when the Savior saves you, guess what? You can fall into mud again. You can misbehave again because you know it's going to save. And so we love songs like it's the God of a second chance. God of another chance. Is he a God of another chance? Yes. But it says now you ought to be mature. You ought not to be babies again. That we have to keep wiping the muck and the mire of the custard cream dripping and dribbling down the corner of your lips every time. We ought not to see you after the two wearing a big beep, trying to tell you not to stain yourself. We can't be asking you, have you even your diapers at 27? God forbid a bad thing. Yet in the spirit, there are so many people who have spent so much time in the garden of the believers, but we can still see your diapers or your nappy. And when you wear nappy for too long, there is nappy rash. Can I talk to somebody right Right now you've been there for so long and now you start crying for baby food please give me baby food I want some baby food ah! Ah! 
I talk to some people who are rising out of the nursery of the divine to say I'm moving away from childish things I'm moving away from limited things I'm moving away from those things that Christ saved me from watch this the Bible does not just say Christ forgives the people of their sin he said he saves them from their sin and there's a preaching of grace that emphasizes forgiveness of sins but not salvation from oh you're not getting this now so we've reduced the power of Christ to a palliative instead of something redemptive so we think he only guarantees forgiveness of sins but if you read Matthew he says he shall save the people from their sins which means literally salvation excludes the believer from the pattern of sin so any sin a believer is caught in watch this he says don't blame God he said let no man say his sins because he's tempted of God because God cannot be tempted and God is not tempted and tempts no man and that God lives on the inside of you so the inner cravings for that is not from your spirit it is the conditioning of your flesh and the habitual patterns that have been built in your central nervous system therefore he says multiply your members which are upon the face of the earth why does it say your members on the face of the earth because you have members that are not on earth they are seated with Christ in heaven somebody shout born servant why did he write this this was why I write it because Jesus Paul said that in Christ there's no male right no female there's no Jew no Greek no barbarian no Scythian then he said there's no bond or free so based on the preaching of Paul some bond servants now started misbehaving to their bosses that was what was happening historically Oh, you get it now. So bond servants who were sold slaves to their masters, they say, yeah, me and my boss, we're the same thing now. We're free. I'm free. I'm free in Christ. Because Paul taught them you're free. Which is what the enemy wants to take advantage of because the Bible says there's no male or female. Therefore, there is a feminist, extreme feminist movement that wants to trample on divine order in the name of there is no male or female. Come on, get it. So that's what he's dealing with here. So he says, guys, you're saved, but there's a contractual construct in which you are relating with this party. In other words, all of us here, we're in kings, but you can't walk up to Engineer Adeyanji and say, eh, 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 eh. You can't even come out of my own mouth. Do you understand? You can't go out to Mr. Igbo and just say, hey, Mr. Titi. What does it mean? The fact that we're all free in Christ does not mean the dynamics of our personal relationship are the same, even though we're all born again. It's the most sober I've seen you guys since we moved into it, since the hot days of no AC. Can I teach this morning? Particularly the Gen Z's and the millennial generation. You think that just because you have a microphone means you have a message. A message is not just a bunch of words. 
When you stand up to speak, it's not just the words the people are hearing. It's your life, your history, your experience, your walk with God, your purity, your lack thereof, your intensity, your consecration, your preparation, your tenacity, your depth, your breadth of influence, your sensitivity, your passion. All many intangible elements that are standing up with you to make that message. That's why you can have a young person who's gyrating and jumping and nothing moves. And there's an old man who stands in one place and speaks a word. And there's displacement not only on earth but in the spirit because authority is not, 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 not about the loudness of your voice but the weight of your character and the intensity of your consistency. Are you understanding what I'm saying right now? Help me look for three people and tell them here, 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 here. Some of you can't even stand and go, Luke, get out of your seat and go to two or three people. Here, listen, listen, listen. Many people who are young think that because you have a microphone, you have a message. And microphone is not just a physical microphone. I'm talking about any implement or tool for amplification. So you feel that because you have 10,000 followers on Instagram, that you are now the boss. You're an influencer. You actually might be an influenza, the disease. People are catching on with you, they are catching flu. Because you're distributing flu. Because what you're doing is a fluke, not a flute. And sadly, there are people who have the right message. They have 250 people and they are feeling oppressed that they have only 250 people. Not knowing in God's assessment that 20 likes you get on a divinely inspired post weighs more eternally than 2,000 likes on a stupid post that does not register in the heart of God. So you allow the world to condition you into inferiority. When you do, have you forgotten, you don't need a cup of salt to change the soup. It's a pinch. In this world, before the Christ comes with his millennial realm, reign, there will be more people that will gravitate towards foolishness than wisdom. Born servants. See, you can stand up to preach in 40 minutes or one hour, but it takes at least a decade for you to develop your message. I'm not talking about what you read of Google and you, you practice in the front of a mirror. That can sizzle ears but not create a shift in the hearts of people. I'm talking about what you can deposit in six years. People tell me you came to my campus 15 years ago. They tell me, you're a guy, you're old. They're not saying it, but that's what they're saying. Because they'll be like, you came to my campus 15 years ago. I said, ah, I'm old now. So I still remember what you preached. Doulos, bond servant. He says now obey in how many things? And then he specifies your masters according to the flesh. The person, so this, he's saying guys let me help you now. You live in the spirit you're operating in the spirit, you're still with Christ but let me tell you what, when you go to work tomorrow Monday, don't walk in there speaking in tongues. Your boss says so, how was your weekend? Mekando. <laughs> How you feeling? Zuzu. Do you have anything to say? Celebrate grace. 
Air Char. <laughs> Don't speak in tongues that no man understands on Sunday. And still speak in tongues that no man can even understand Monday to Friday. Praying in tongues. In other words, we need interpretation to convert your mediocre work to excellence. You should aim to reduce the number of corrections your boss gives you. Every boss employs people who will make them stressless. You are not in your workplace to be stressless. You are in your workplace to be stretched and to be stressed meaningfully to deliver value. But there are people who feel like work is en enjoyment. Management is not enjoyment. It's responsibility. He said, Master come to flesh. Now what's the next thing he says? Not with eye service in Nigeria. I service. Somebody say Okbo. Ojulari is I we see. Only I. So once they hear that the MD is coming, walking, everybody's forming activity. Arranging the file, cleaning the plates. Uh, the plates at work, I don't know. Maybe work in a restaurant or a canteen or something. Clean the table and all of that. And try to write, yes, sir. You're welcome, sir. You're highly honored, sir. Uh, is there anything I can do to help you, sir? Then when the man walks in, mm, shio. Thinks he's the only one that has money. And they said, me too, I'll get my own. I'm just here for a while. Turn by turn, that's how life is. My own time will come. It won't. With that kind of attitude. Don't forget what the word says. It says promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south. It said it comes from the Lord. Are we getting this now? Well, for those who are on campus in school, playing, playing, turning everywhere upside down. Upside down. When, when the lecturer comes, you're forming seriousness. Kai, see who's smiling and laughing. Whether you laugh or you smile, just receive the message. But if you don't smile at all throughout, it's okay. We know you, where you are. Not with eye service. Why is it saying that? Because it's human nature. Don't work to be seen, but be seen to work. It's human nature. We want the visible things. We want the things that are more prominent. We want things that are more popular. With one, in fact, many of us are so passionate about pushing our own brand, our own stuff, that people at work can already tell that even though you're collecting salary between 20 and 25th of every month, you're actually there serving yourself. And there are a few kinds of service I wanted to stop serving or doing from today. Number one, you need to be free from eye service. Somebody say eye service. E-Y-E service. EYE service. If people are looking at it, I'll do well. If nobody's checking it, nobody's checking it. Task yourself to pay attention to the hidden areas of your work. Task yourself 
to pay attention to the hidden areas of your work. Task yourself. What's the part that nobody will notice but is there? Okay, how can I improve it? There's a PDF I've worked on for months. 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 I didn't have a lot of time to do it initially, so I asked Jimmy to help me. So Jimmy worked on it. I sent him some feedback, worked on it, sent it back, worked on it. Then I started again. From that, the one you've given me, I've done like five revisions. Maybe I'll show you the, the update. Five revisions. I still saw something some night. I'm like, I still need to work on it. Meanwhile, people have sent us to be like, this is good. This is so comprehensive. This is so fantastic. You know, so fantastic. But I've still seen something that needs to be worked on. And you're like, what are you really doing? When Christ is your boss, excellence becomes your natural disposition. You see, nobody's shouting now because I'm not saying you will get married in two weeks. I'm not saying your forex will not waste with forex readers. I'm not saying you become local government chairman, whether you're in a party or not. You Nigerians, we like all these things. You become a billionaire in the next 60 seconds. People will shout amen. That's why many people are manipulated by false prophets. Because they've seen that people have false brains. Easily manipulate people with things. But when you find a good teacher and good speaker, like this person is not telling me my future. Why? Because you can tell yourself in the spirit your future. You're not hearing what I'm saying. The word says, the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate it therein. It says, that way, and observe to do all that is written in it. It says, that way, you will make your way prosperous by the mercy and the grace of God. I'm not surprised about where King is because we prayed about it. We planned about it. We worked on it. So those of you who are in Yaba, we saw this happening, which means that when you are aligned with Christ, you are already prophetic. But a lot of people are not looking for the prophetic. They're looking for the dramatic. And then they end up with the pathetic. <laughs> you should see David's face. He's doing camera, but his face... He's <laughs> joke. Are we getting this? We're tactical today. Are you getting this? Number one, eye service. Don't do stuff because people are looking. Do stuff because God is looking and God deserves your best. When you sweep in the office, don't sweep it under the fridge. So nobody will check. If you get a contract job, a painting job, don't paint everywhere but behind the frames. Then one day, years later, when you've relocated to Canada with stolen money. <laughs> what I mean by stolen money is you took money for the work you didn't do. Someone now removed the frame because they want to say, ah, this wall has lakba lakba. No, you know lakba lakba is? Lapa lapa. <laughs> what was lakba lakba like? Pigmentation or what? Coloration? Ringworm. When they ask you, use text quotes. Don't go and dilute it with kerosene till it's so light. That the world is crying, I deserve better. I service. When the person is there, you have forming, forming activity. When the person is not there, like, <laughs> I have to rest. I didn't come here to kill myself. I can't, this life, I can't kill myself. Oh. I can't kill myself. Oh. 
People are not singing it because you don't know it. <laughs> Meanwhile, when we see you Friday nights in some places, you are the person. Eye service. When you go to that family meeting, because you don't go to the club again, but you go to family parties, do you still survey and look at our No Kings member? Let's boogie, boogie, boogie. The way you'll be rubbing your body with the other body to look like show and polish. <laughs> so nobody's looking. Well, I told him first service is helping my personal sanctification work. I'm not perfect, I'm not there yet. But I'm always thinking this thing I'm saying, this person I'm yapping like this. If Christ is here now, will I say it in front of him? Do you know why? Christ hears every conversation you've had about your boss. And part of the challenge is that we think that Christ is only in church. So in church, everybody shout, hey, shout, hey, shout. He lives in me. This is the reason many Nigerian believers are very comfortable collecting bribes on the job and giving God his own out of it. Say so that's my business mind and this is my church mind. Shout bond servants. Number one, stop eye service. Number two, stop eye service. I. You'll be shocked at how many people in our generation are serving themselves building your brand writing your book starting your own business starting your own ministry your own movement your own circle your own NGO and the problem with that is that if you are the alpha you also have to be the omega so as you have started oh please make sure you have enough to finish it Lest men see the undone tower and ridicule you. Now, this is a very uncommon message. Because it goes against many of the prophecies that some of you have received from people that told you. Before the end of this year, before the end of this year, you shall own 300 million calories. Not what I serve as, as men pleases, but in sincerity of heart. Doing what? Fearing God. Give me TPT. Give me TPT. Give me TPT. And whatever you do, let every employee listen well and follow the instructions of the employer. Not just when the employers are watching and not in pretense, but faithful in all things. For we are to live our lives with pure hearts and the constant awe and wonder of our Lord God. Next verse. Real quick. Put your heart and what soul into oh no singers it's just gotta be when you're reefing now that's the only time when you're singing that's the only time you should put it is that what it says every activity how much more different would Nigeria be if every believer put their heart and soul. Do you know why? This is the point. If you are a true believer, there are many things you will not put your heart and soul into. 
which means you will not do them. Are you seeing the divine logic? The divine logic is I only want you to do things that you can confidently put your heart and soul into. So if you want to sleep with women that you're not married to, you must be ready to put your... Now how many believers can really do that? How many believers can really do it? Now when you put your heart and soul into it, do you know you can also take pictures of it and post it online? <laughs> so that's heart and soul because the pictures you post online are a reflection of what your heart and soul cherish or desire your social media profile is a portrait of your priorities oh come on y'all oh come on y'all not getting that now it's too heavy for fools it is that's what it is so if it's all about you you're your priority. Kai, I feel like Jesus now. When the Bible says, and he said many hard things, and many turned away from him that day. Can see people's hearts being like, hey. Hey. Put your heart and soul into every activity you do as though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. Next verse real quick. For we know that we will receive a reward. Somebody say you will be rewarded. An inheritance from the Lord. Somebody say the Lord. Not from the Savior. The reward is not from Jesus as Savior. The reward is Jesus as Lord. Now what is Lord? Owner. Master. This is where subjection and subjugation comes. Adonai. This is Adonai now. Right? Adonai is the one who bears the weight of his authority on me and I align. That's Adonai. It's not just a nice, oh, it sounds like a rhyming name. Adonai, Adonai, you reign on high. His reign on high means sometimes I lay low. For him to walk on me. I'm the donkey. He writes. I'm not the star of the story. He writes on the donkey that I am. Oh, come on, folks. This generation don't like Adonai. They like Shama, right? And that's why they always do something Shama Shama. They like Jireh. Don't they like Jireh? Jehovah Jireh, my provider. They like Mekadesh, the Lord, my sanctifier. They love Sikenu. But Adonai, hiya. Sabaoth, they don't like it. Meanwhile, God is Christ is Lord in many areas. But let me just give you three. Number one is the Lord of the harvest. So when it speaks about the harvest, he does not manifest himself as savior of the harvest. He says Lord, because Lord is owner. He owns it. Now the Lord of the harvest is the person who governs the harvesting process. In other words, he knows how many sheaves of corn must come out of the harvest. That's the Lord of the harvest. So he may never step into the harvest directly to put in the sickle, but he will know that these are 60 acres, and out of 60 acres, 300 bundles or heaves of sheaf will, uh, she, uh, of wheat should come out of it. He's the Lord of the harvest. So even in soul winning, there is the lordship, authorization, governance. Are you getting this? He's Lord of the harvest. Guess what else he is? He's the Lord of the Sabbath. In other words, it says, I own a day of your life. 
the Lord of the Sabbath. Some people say every day is the Lord's day. Okay. But which day is your intentional day of seeking him, surrendering to him, asking him to detox you of the venom, the pride, the envy, the insecurity, the loss, the shame, the guilt, the worry, the brokenness. He's also the Lord of Lords. And there are many other Lords. They said, as we serve the Lord, Yahweh, the anointed one, verse 25 real quick. A disciple will be what? Repaid for what he has learned and follow. For God pays no attention to the what? Or, this is the reason in God's organogram, many gates men will receive more rewards than their CEOs. Oh yeah. Many people in the car park will receive more rewards than their pastor in many churches. But me, I'm making sure in this church, I will pastor more effectively than you can member. You're not, under, you're not understanding what I'm saying. God will judge you as a member. He will judge me as pastor. Some of you will become pastors over time in this house. Whatever stage you're in, as Dark Boy is playing this morning now, God is judging you. So when you do it, right? He's judging you. Why are you doing it? Is it that people notice that you two is they play? Waiting they play, not Dark Boy. Waiting they play, not Dark Boy. Waiting they. Do you know that if you walk with this consciousness for the next one month, people will know there's a difference in your life. They know there's an Adonai, there's a master. Because some lives look like they have no government. Borderless life. Full and headsmen are entering your life. Your borders are weak. You're, in other words, no limits. No boundaries. You only see increase of problems. Anything goes and anything comes. Your bandwidth is very broad. Therefore, anybody can download anything, including viruses. I reject that for you in the name of Jesus. You will serve Adonai. I like Message Bible. It said the sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Read the last line. Guys, let, let's, let's share this. Let's make this go viral right now. Tag Kings Connected and tag, tag me right away. Put it on your story. Put it on your... Being Christian doesn't cover up bad work. Grace covers it. The blood covers it. It's not your bad work. You will be fired. And then you will learn discipline. <laughs> yes, LT. LT is about the things you suffer. Yes, Jesus learned the... Lend obedience. All right. I also wanted to write this down as you take that picture. We don't work to impress man. We work to express God. But if God is expressed, man will be impressed. Some of y'all didn't get that. We don't work to impress man. Oh, I will shoot them, shoot them, pepper them, bolanle, pepper them. It's amazing that some people are bolanle, but all the pepper that they're trying to use to pepper people is entering their own eye. Pepper, pepper, I want to pepper them, pepper them. Next thing you put inside your eye. 
So no eye service, no eye service. What kind of service should you subscribe to? Number three, no high service. High. High. You know some people at work, they act as if they are working, but everybody knows they are not. They are the social coordinator, social prefect. Hi, you're doing such a great job. We appreciate you. Go and do your own. And nobody's personal supervisor. Hi, they try to use their personal charm to cover up irresponsibility. Have you ever seen anybody like that? They are the sweetest, but they are sweetly lazy. That's high service. Hi. Oh, you're doing such an amazing work. And they like to pally up with hardworking guys and all of that. Oh my God, you're doing such an amazing work. Uh-uh. Your wife must be very proud. Anyway, I'll see you later. Do you want lunch? The kind of service God wants. <laughs> Number four, don't do high service. Don't go to work high. You don't dee. Your eyes red. Blood is dry. So you're talking to anybody anyhow. But God wants you to have high, high service, high standard, high standard of service. So let's read it together. We don't work to impress man. Say it with me. We don't work to impress man. We work to express God. But when God is expressed, man is impressed. There's no way you will work to the standards of the ancient of days. And a man that was born some decades ago will not go, ah, ah, this is good. Some of you are saying, my boss doesn't like me, my boss doesn't like me. They don't like your work. They're stressing you. Stop praying for favor on a lazy work ethic. And ask all my pastors and everybody I served under. I said, This man is consistent, is diligent, is determined, is driven. Maybe his problem is he has too much of all of, all of this. <laughs> right? Are you getting what I'm saying? Lord, favor me, favor me, favor me, favor, favor, favor me, favor me. I already favored you with a job. Because you were one of the 200 applicants that got the job. That's already favor. Now don't rub it in my face like rubbish by waking up late three out of five days and saying sorry. Some camels just died on my street. So I don't know what happened. An eagle flew into my kitchen and stole my sandwich this morning. So I starved. Oh, I don't know what happened. Robin blue stained my, my blue shirts. Now, some people have a Rolodex of excuses. They pull it out once in a while and check out the one they haven't used in recent time that will still fly, not knowing that their integrity is flying away. 
do you see the Nigerian church? Do you see the millennial church? The, the Genza church? The church that feels all I need is an Instagram post. So I will do anything to be able to build an audience online. Even though I'm building an audience, I'm breaking my soul, but I will do it. I will lose weight in every necessary place and then come with a pout and give the glory of my surgeon to Slim Tea. Say, guys, is this news new? <laughs> Must live very ridiculous right now, but all for the gospel. <laughs> my personal angels be like, boss, is it necessary right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serving my Christ. See, folks, come like so. Hey guys, I just want to tell you about this new slim tea I started drinking just two nights ago. It works very fast. <laughs> it works very fast. Meanwhile, innocent, well-meaning teenagers and young people think that's the way of life. And they're aspiring. So they notice now, they invest all their life savings and some on buying slim tea. And guess what happens? They are not slimming down anything. But somebody's account is getting fatter on their drive to buy slim tea. Women, receive your deliverance from pressure. I said, women, receive your deliverance in the name, above all names, I am. Undue pressure. Listen, peer pressure is not the cross. Don't carry it. working hard. I'm working hard. Lose weight at your pace for the right reasons. For the right reasons. Somebody is flying an aircraft and telling you that it's because I just bought a power bike. So you should now go and buy a power bike. I say, this is my bike is not moving as fast. Wrong metrics now. All right. So, seven areas, and I'll just walk through this. If I need to unpack it, I'll do it in the course of the week. Number one, seven areas that we must represent Christ. Number one, our perception. You must have the right perception of your work, of your gifts, of your workplace, of the market you're in, of the industry you're in. It's a privilege, it's not a right. Food is a right, but work is a privilege. How do I know work is a privilege? Because God was the first person to work. So if you have the mindset that work is punishment, you're not thinking like God. Because God worked and he was not punishing himself. God is not schizophrenic. He does not do self-harm. So work cannot be a punishment. Toil can be punishment. Unduly stressful work can be punishment. But work 
is a gift from God. Someone say, I have a gift from God. Genesis 2, Genesis 2, 1 to 2. It says, thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. Genesis. Watch the sequence. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts. What's host? Multitude. Plenty. A whole lot. Jesus is also a lot of hosts. Sabaoth. Lot of the Sabbath. Lot of hosts. Lot of the harvest. Lot of lords. His many lords. Right? The host. So if you have a host of responsibilities, what, what did God do about his own host? They're what? Finished. Cycles of unfinished work is ungodly. Look at someone and say, finish your work. Finish your work. But give you a responsibility. Don't run off and say, I got another project without finishing it. If you can't finish it, give account and say, This is how far I've come. See, when I was living in London, I spent weeks documenting everything I do step by step. All the passwords, all the keywords, all the training systems, social systems. I documented it. Now, anybody, they only had to call me maybe once or twice. Now, anything that anybody that can read English that read. That document, they knew exactly what to do. Don't leave a place and the people you leave behind will be cursing you in their hearts. I still have friends from London who join my webinars. More than some of you here. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Like today, I came with a. <laughs> Did you hear what Ruth said? <laughs> I'm not sure I can. <laughs> I'm not sure I can. <laughs> I'm not sure I can duplicate the access. My lips. <laughs> Somebody say, finish your work. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's a sign of irresponsibility. I'll soon be done. Give them a target. Oh, I have a lot on my table, but next week I'm committing to it. What does that mean? You block off days and times for it. This is the once you understand this, you will not be taking on every opportunity. Yeah. Oh, you guys are now understanding some of the things I say. You, you're not finding me everywhere. You know, I'm not doing everything, even though I'm doing everything <laughs> inside the everything I'm not doing. It's complex. My wife will say, I tell my wife I'm very simple. Like, happy dams, you're simple, but you're complex. You're simply complex. <laughs> you know, so she sits behind the scene. So, you know, if you see this device, it looks very simple. But if you remove the screen, then you see all the complexities. Uh -huh. So she sits behind the screen. Now, behind the screen does not mean secrets. It means the level of discipline and rigor and complexity that goes into the thinking systems of, of my life. But the public can't deal with your complexity. You confuse them. So hard work is keeping the complex within the view of only those who need to see it. Laziness is that you do a presentation and everybody's confused. In other words, you've not factored their confusion quotient into your preparation. All the host of them were what? What are you going to do to your business responsibilities? What will you do with your investments? 
What will you do with that land you bought 25 years ago in Obomosho? The one that you were paying for and you forgot about. The shares you bought, you forgot the name of the stock bro broker. This one, I'm also talking to myself. I bought some shares in Unilag. I need to go and look for certificate. Somebody say finish it. Now, the problem with some people is that they're not shouting finishing. Why? Because they never even started anything. They're like, ah, which land? I don't have any. I just work on land. Ah. Uh, you also know. <laughs> stock. Are you talking about stock fish from my two markets? Now, if you're here for the first time, I promise you, I'm not suffering from epilepsy or any kind of breathing problems. Because folks are mmm. Doesn't want to use the loo right now. Like, the loo is somewhere behind. Mmm. Say, why does your pastor keep saying, mmm? <laughs> Number two, punctuality. A whole nation. It's better for you to work overtime than under time. Because there's payment for overtime, isn't it? But no payment for under time. Maybe that's why I preach overtime. <laughs> Please, oh no, I'm, I'm working on it. So, ah, you know, if you work in a place to get overtime, anybody? In some, uh, some places, transport extra or food extra or some... You guys know, some people have never opened their employment contract. Never. They don't know what's inside. So the man will say, you're not going home till 11 p.m. Say, yes, sir. They're abusing you. You don't know. You're saying the Bible says we should walk unto the Lord. When they do it once, two, or three times, then you appeal and say, sir, is it possible for me to get some extra money because my employment contract says I close by five. So if I'm closing two or three hours later, can I get... You're laughing. The problem is you think they will not answer. But if they will not answer, it is, and you stay there longer than you want to, it is proof that you don't value yourself enough to find another opportunity that will honor and respect what you're bringing to the table. Or you're actually not bringing enough to the table to command the kind of attention and ear time your appeal requires. See, this is the way God works. God is orderly. But we want random blessings. You're not Schrodinger's particle. Don't be random in your vessel. Don't increase the rate of entropy in your world. Some of y'all didn't get that. Number two, punctuality. Punctuality. Come to work. Don't be coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Speaking in slow motion. S. <laughs> Please. <laughs> can, 
can I go on lunch break? <laughs> but it's just 9.30. I'm tired. I need to eat before I die. Eat at home! <laughs> Some people's mouths work more than their brains at work. food so much they drink hot water from the water fountain at work pour Gary inside their mouth and start eating <laughs> 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 we should go <laughs> so everybody like I, I can't take this message you get us it's is the end. You have preached for the rest of the month. Peter Ams don't preach again the rest of this month. That's LT and company preach. Are you learning something? Customer walks in. Yes. What do you want? Are you ready? Are you done? Uh, no problem. It's okay. You don't want to buy. I know you, you people don't like to buy. You don't like bye-bye. You don't want to buy. Bye. It's, it's okay. God will send me my own customers. It is because it was written in the book of life that you are not one of my customers. The God who made heaven and earth, he will send my own customer. You are lying. Clean up your behavior. Don't hide in discipline with prophecy. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Yet you are still single. Number three. Look at what the, look at what Proverbs 20 verse 4 says. The sample just got it. I wanted to find for me in Proverbs because I, I need someone to find that for me in Proverbs. That one that says a lazy man dips his hands in the bowl and is too lazy to bring it back into his mouth. It's there. It's in Proverbs. Somebody help me out. I was going to write it out, but I forgot to write it out. Yeah, so you see, it's not only by this time tomorrow that is in the Bible. Proverbs 26.15 it says Proverbs 26 15 I'm coming I'm coming one day LT and I were at Maryland Mall you remember do you remember that day and some guy beside us who were picking up popcorn and someone called him said I'm almost at Ota I'm around Ota hold up one they're today Ota 
as you are saying utter, may the utter of your utter not gone you down in utter. Utter is bullet, utter is enemy. Utter, utter, utalenu. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. He has the opportunity, he has the open door, he has the access. He's gotten into the company. They like him already, but submit your invoice. Three weeks we are waiting until they change the finance director. And the next time he appeals to us, sorry, the company has gone insolvent. Insolvent. Meanwhile, 2.5 million is hanging. You are now praying emergency prayer to reverse what discipline could have prevented. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. I've hit the jackpot. That's the problem. You hit the pot and you didn't bring your hand out of it. It wearies him to bring it back to his man. This contract is too heavy. It's too weighty. I can't do it. God, I thank you. At least some people don't even have any bowl. May I have a bowl? May it not become a begging bowl. Putting your hand in an opportunity is one. Drawing out of it is another thing. And that's why it says in doing good things, do not be weary. Why? We're not only wearied by bad things. Good things can weary you. Preaching every Sunday and singing before you preach and seeing people an hour, many times, we, you know, my, my wife and children have to be released. Now, many times I'm here till four, till, till five. I think one day we did about six. Did we do five? Yeah, five, thirty or something like that. So, God, you seven, about 12 hours and releasing energy. It can weary you. Listen to people's problems that you did not cause can weary you. Listen to people's problems that you want them against but they still disobeyed you, can weary you. Listen to people's problem that is sincerely under the records of God, not your business. I'm telling you, sometimes, one, you know, Instagram ministry and also I get a lot of stuff, DM. And many times people say, do this and do this and do this. Once it's becoming long, I'll just ask the person, I'm sorry, what church do you attend? Who's your pastor? I want to honor the grace of God upon your pastor's life. God puts the wisdom for your situation in the hands of your leader. So, of course, you can learn from me. You can. I want to, I want to be a mentor. I want you to be my mentor. I want to be my tormentor. I want to be my mentor. I want to be my mentor-leader spirit. Come to Kings for spiritual mentorship or subscribe to my online programs for business and personal development mentorship. Don't float around in the freebie world without commitment and expecting the treasures of the deep to come to you. Treasures are for diggers. Oil is for explorers, for investors. Don't be a user, manipulator, free, 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 free. You use your old pastor free. You use your old mentor free. Then after you drink and depleted, say this pastor is now too tired. He's no longer as funny as he was. He's no longer as anointed. Let me move to the happening pastor. May the Lord judge you. If you're watching online and you know that God is speaking to you now, 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 that I'm not your pastor. Leave this, just put, thank you, Peter. I love you, I'll follow your post, but I'm going back to my pastor. And if you know I'm your pastor, 
or your pasta, your spaghetti. No, I'm only one person spaghetti, oh, please. Marco Mije Rush Rush, you alone. Put atarodo on me, slice some onions because you know your onions. And you can put some tomatoes because you love me from my head, tomatoes. Eat me, drink me, have me, all of me. Main course desserts. Would you like some toppings, some... <laughs> I feel... Don't let me enter kitchen. Every woman that is married to a man should have <laughs> kitchen ingredient. They used to spice the husband and vice versa. But the only tool from a kitchen some women have is knife. Number. Number three, get it close. Number three is presence. Represent God with your presence. Spirit, soul, and body. Some of us, our bodies are there. Souls and spirits traveled far. You're in a board meeting, but you're actually in a board meeting. It's a B-O-A-R-D meeting, but you are having a B-O-R-E-D meeting. It's a board meeting, you're bored. So you have found a way to position your face as if you're absorbing everything. There's a face you have. The worst now is Zoom. Zoom. So some people have taken a real-time picture that is manipulative and deceptive. There's a certain glint in the eye that looks as if they are present with a not-too-broad or wild smile that can fit into a multiplicity of possible scenarios in the meeting. You know that, that? <laughs> Somebody record that laughter. It deserves a ringtone. It, it, record it, record it, record it. Record the laughter. The laughter is very, no, seriously, like, you guys are not laughing again. Please laugh. And the hand is at, in a grotesque manner that just sort of, like a natural kind of. On <laughs> society, Mr. Ayodele, are you there? Are you there? Sorry, there's actually an Ayodele. Mr. Anima Shao, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> as for me, I think I'm okay. Do you have any contributions? No, just as my colleagues have said. I'm good with the collective. Be there. I know sometimes those things can be boring. Done quite a lot, facilitate a lot of trainings online for hours and hours. People be like, oh, you're such an amazing facilitator. You kept your energy from morning till night at great expense. But that's the work. That's the work. 
presence, spirit, soul, and body. Think along with the team. Coordinate with the team. Not every time, every time, network is failing in my area. Network is bad. How about invest in a different modem? Because we know you've changed your hair many times since your network has been bad. And your hair extension could buy two or three different internet service providers. So it's a function of priority and responsibility. And why are you always on the road during every meeting? I'm in transit. Are you a BRT boss? <laughs> the only kind of BRT boss should be blessing, righteousness, and truth boss. BRT. If you are in civil service, let me talk to you. Some people in civil service are in civil disservice. You carry your beans to work to be picking beans inside the drawer. You have low-key vegetable leaves they are plucking. A goosey that you are grinding. And you are using the goosey to remove the dirt in your nail. Some people have actually built a, you know, kitchenettes under their workstation. They have camp gas. Busai, you better laugh your laugh. Because I said we'll bottle it. Laugh it. You know, release the glory of God upon your life. Does everybody laugh that well? I can see the people here are either really absorbing this or they are just not in the mood. Uh, which one of it? Which one of it is just just tell me behind after the first two or three rows they said somebody looking like my professors when I was presenting my uh, thesis in Unilag <laughs> presence presence how would they have ever given Daniel a chance if he had not demonstrated presence at meetings, do you think they would have said, oh, we know a man that can interpret dreams? That means he had been making contributions before that time. Oh, they never sent me abroad. I never get Esther code. Because you don't know Esther's code. Esther, the diligent girl, before the MD says, yes, sir. But I was also thinking, I should think about it. In your own mind, she talks too much. But out of the talking too much, seven out of ten times, she's making sense. The three times she's not making sense, you're like, eh, she didn't make sense. The boss is taking notes. In your own mind, you never say anything. So we don't know whether you have sense or nonsense. We can't tell. So when it's time to draft the list for promotion... They don't even know why. Because promotion is for those who are already in motion. So we don't say you move. I say you move. You don't even move. Romans 12 verse 11, not lagging in diligence, 
not lacking in diligence, fervent in spirits. Another one says, not slothful in business. I believe that's KJV. Not slothful in business, fervent. You know what fervency is? Passion. Everybody knows that boy in every office complex that is passionate. They know the one that is always running up and down the stairs and everybody likes him. Even though he might be the least qualified, he's the most noticed. And let me tell you, in some cases, that boy earns more than many people in that organization. Because as he buys food for this person, 5K has dropped. As he does this one, one day somebody will give him an iPhone. The other one, someone, and then one day someone will be like, this one I'm giving you, what do you really want to do? What do you really want to do? Ah, you know, I have this graphic skills. I want, I want to go to full sale college in New York. You know, multimedia is going to... I used to ask, how much is it? Ah, oh, guys, it's very expensive. It's very, very expensive. And how much is it? And it's just like 2.5 million a year. Okay. I actually know somebody there who went to school together. We studied visual arts in OAU. And he's now the academic director. Let me talk to him. On the merit of so-so and so, this boy gets a scholarship. And then he comes and invents an app that sells visual art, and you, you are still ordering the picture for your boyfriend from that app. Because promotion does not come through polytricking. It comes from the Lord. Fervent! If your fervency is only in church, it is incomplete fervency. Serving the Lord. Number four, presentation and presentations. I want to read quickly, presentation and presentations. Number four. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 10, 1 to 9. Now, when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. Are you seeing that? So the hearing of Solomon, people just think it's about Solomon's wisdom. Concerning the name of the Lord. So the context of Solomon's creativity and diligence and all of that was within the foundational framework that his father David had set. So even uh, Solomon's wisdom, excellence, magnificence, intelligence, beauty, and design had roots in God, right? She came to test him with hard questions. Hmm. She wasn't working for a PhD, but she had a tester. Verse 2. She came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue with camels that bore spices, very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was in her heart. Let's move, move it. So Solomon answered all her questions. Do you answer all your boss's questions? Or you're always like, eh, eh, eh. I thought Mr. Akbabiaka was working on it. I thought Mr. Tamedo was sitting on it. I thought Mr. Arikanjabata was the person that was designated and delegated. Don't you think the boss knows that sometimes and is wondering who is listening beyond what they are hearing? Who's taking on other people's responsibilities? Nothing too difficult for the king that I could not explain it to her. Verse 4. And when the queen of Sheba had what? Somebody says sin. Do you know what that tells me? If your wisdom ends with being heard, it's not complete wisdom. There is wisdom that is heard. Verse 1. But verse 4, there is wisdom that is what? So if your wisdom has no tangible product, you may not be as wise as you think. This quietness is very... Are you observing your quiet time? 
Seeing all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, because by wisdom is a house built. So don't listen to anybody who claims to be wise but has not built anything. Have you built an app? Have you built a marriage? Have you built a business? Have you built a ministry? Have you built a mansion? Have you built a house? If you haven't built anything, have you built an NGO? If you have not built anything, your wisdom has not been tested. You might be wise, but your wisdom has not been tested. <laughs> Please go back to the test that wisdom. <laughs> when he, when she saw all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, yes, the food on the stable, the sitting of his servants, the service of his waiters, and their what? And their what? His cup bearers and his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord. What happened? She fainted. That's what it is. I don't die. As in Queen of Sheba was like, someone just kill me now. I'll tear shirts for you. I'm finished. Because don't forget, she came to test Solomon. But she tested herself. And she failed. I want everybody in this place to get to a level of professional proficiency. That wherever you are working, people will have to ask, what church do you attend? Which God do you serve? Who is your pastor? Who is your mentor? Who is your leader? Because my wisdom has to go beyond the profundity of my messages. It has to now be reflected in the embodiment of those who sit under those messages week in, week out. Christ did not leave us with tapes, CDs, and documents. He left us with men who encapsulated his oil, his grace, and his ministry. So the greatest ambassador of your wisdom is not the books you write, it's the people you raise. Paul says your epistles were writing in you, were documenting. That's why if you don't open up to a leader, the leader can't write much in you. Because the wisest author cannot document in a closed book. Oh, y'all. I'm saying things are deeper than your response so it's either you are saturated or you are not able to interpret the depth of what I'm saying saturated okay let's close now wasn't it what's supposed to be next week very good yeah for me people are saturated <laughs> but me I'm here for what business you don't stop producing when your customers are full Let me give you this for the goodie bag. Say, <laughs> so I don't want, I don't want, I'm full. <laughs> some people are so saturated, their eyes are heavy. For some people, I haven't heard it or so right now. Like, so there has become heavy. Like, man, I just felt warmth on my head. Even my own head is, the heat is hot. And if you think that being quiet will make me hurry up, I can just assure you that I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm 
I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what you do. I'm only moved by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say the only thing is that there's no hour or second there, so I don't know whether it's two days, 53 years or something. All right, but let's 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 wrap it up. So presentation, everything in the war, right? Some of you have gone for job interviews, but from your dressing, everybody in the room already knew that you are not the man for the job. So if you're going for an interview and you have to borrow clothes. Borrow it with the resolution in your spirit, man. God, I'm borrowing clothes because I don't have clothes this good. But this is the last time I will borrow clothes. If I want to take you further, save my next three months salary, I will buy somebody a shit from it. This is how you implement things in the spirit. And say, I don't even have, Nigeria is hard. Then you wear oily shoes or oily clothes. Please listen to this. God is not irrational. You can call him hyperlogical, which means it goes beyond logical, but he's not irrational. Joseph had the ability to interpret dreams, but when he was going to stand before Pharaoh, he shaved his beards because the Egyptians don't do beards. Put on some nice clothes, looked good, and stood before that, before him, before Pharaoh. Solomon, they said, he looked at the food on his table, the seating of his servants, the service of his waiters, their clothes, his cup bearers. So wisdom does not just set you in order, he sets everything around you in order. Are we seeing this now? How about your presentations? They say, oh, you're going to do a presentation of the work you've done so far. Some of you don't have a documentation of what you've done so far. So when a big opportunity comes, even though you are more qualified than every other person, the proof of work done, you don't have it. So it's difficult now. Presentations. Do you know Paul spoke so well? Spoke so eloquently, so intelligently, articulately. Acts 26, 28, King Agrippa said, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. Said so you are almost there. Now, Folks like that, they don't say, ah, this guy is so anointed. Have you tried to minister to an unbeliever or an atheist? Do they use words like you are so anointed? No. It's now about how skillful are you? Say the word of God is the sword of the spirit, but if you are not a skillful swordsman, you can kill yourself with a good sword. Number, Number five, since we don't have time, because that dressing alone, is this six now? Number five, six, number five, presentation and presentations. Now, presentation is also dressing. Ladies, don't. <laughs> when you dress up at work, 
anywhere really don't make yourself a mobile love fist mobile platter egg roll sounds like small chops don't you're here for what you're not here to swim not here to party I've given it all to the microphone to come and really talk about it. You sit at work and everything is highly lifted up. And hence, there is no one like you. And people have to stop shouting hallelujah at work. Then you're doing open plan and you now to sit like this. When the Bible says lift up your head, oh ye gates. It wasn't talking about those ones. Number five, products. Your products. Ah, I'm now into. I'm now into. Stop saying you are into. I'm now into baking. Are you a nutmeg? Mister Shares, I used. I'm into makeup. <laughs> I add value to upwardly mobile professionals by crafting practical solutions around their presentations. Through slides or this or that. Oh, I help improve the performance of people by serving them with nourishing food in a timely and polite manner. I'm now into food for offices. I'm now into cars. What part of it? Are you diesel? <laughs> Are you Will Spanner? Notice <laughs> I sell cars. Well, you can say I sell cars. That's great. But I help improve productivity and performance by supplying people with reliable and solid vehicles to aid their transportation so they can meet their targets and exit expectations. Which one will you listen to? For those who have money to buy the car. The people that will have a problem with that one, they don't have the money. They have money for Okada or Napep. Say, okay, what do they do? What do they do? That person you want to sell cars will be like, this is my next chief marketing officer. I will invest in this car business. He should employ somebody there. I'm giving him five million naira a month. I'm into. I'm into tech. <laughs> Number five, your product. Proverbs chapter eight, verse nineteen. Proverbs chapter eight, verse nineteen. What are, what are we teaching next week? Because I was thinking I'll just leave the other points till next week so I can teach you all. You guys have the schedule. Where are media? I have it somewhere. Read this, read this, read this. Read it. Jerry, you don't believe that? Covenant, do you believe this? My fruit is better than gold. Yes, than fine gold. And my revenue 
Now, which one do most believers jump to? Which one do they want? Hmm, which one? Which one? Which one is money inside? Uh-huh, now we're talking. Folks don't talk fruits, they talk money. By the way, Mammon rules much of Nigeria. We'll do a different series about Mammon. Mammon. Mammon that can bring out false prophecy. Mammon. That can appoint people that have no business with being pastors. But ah, he hold. Let's elevate him to minister in finances. Most people focus on revenue. Lord, increase my revenue. Lord, increase my revenue. Lord, I want more. He said, produce more if you want more. Fruit is not given to a tree. The tree produces it. Nobody looks at a mango tree and says, I feel like giving this mango tree some fruit. What you do is you nourish it. You pour water or fertilize it. Dig around it. And then you get fruit. So what is fruit? My product. So when we look at your product, I'm now into makeup. Have you put something around that makeup that makes up for the gap between you and competitors in that space? Or are you trusting God for angel? <laughs> the, 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 I think I've shared it with you guys before, maybe when we were at Skate City. I was watching something. I was watching something on CNN. I think African Voices. And this Nigerian director, director, producer. Very, very popular person and the person they showed the person at work praying laid hands on the camera that was used to shoot only in Africa looking at you in the name of Jesus they were showing it to you know I didn't see anything they can be very funny in the name of Jesus father as we shoot this production we receive your grace and your mercy I lay hands on this camera and I proclaim may this camera perform beyond its capacity Is it possible? Is it possible? Yes. Is that the pattern and the order of God? Is it likely to happen? One in a million chances. Please, go and buy another camera or rent another camera. If the fruit you are producing is not commanding the revenue you desire, change your fertilizer or your soil. It's not just what you do, it's how you do it. Dangote is the richest man in Nigeria by selling sugar. That's his fruit. Cement, fruit. Salt, fruit. Spaghetti, fruit. Now there's an oil, fruit. Flour, fruit. But some believers have no fruit. Apart from the fruit of the spirit. Therefore, they are rich in the spirit. Because your revenues will follow the plane in which you produce your fruit. So if you produce spiritual fruits, you have spiritual wealth. Oh, you're so rich in kindness. Wow. You're rich in faith. Kai, you have billions in patience. Hyper saturated. Can you still pray a little bit? I still have two points to share, but this one is like a I should continue. Personal, if you want personally, I'll give you 10 minutes. Anybody that wants personally, who can wait for it, I'll give you 10 minutes. I have two more to share. But I can see many people are very saturated. 
And the Bible says that if you have run with men and you are tired, you are not even the one preaching. No, I'm the one preaching. Some of you are tired. So if you are the one preaching, where is the hope? Play finishing music. challenges you guys have. You get these things for free. This thing is a full day training. Corporate training that will be paid seven digits for. Multiple times. Multiple. But you know when you don't create value, you don't even know how to evaluate value. Is the truth. Some of you will get it over time. You understand it when you start building stuff or leading stuff or moving stuff. And to me by my speaking or teaching stuff, you will get it. You, you will. You must. So my work will not be in vain. Then when you get me like, oh, this is that thing. <sighs> if you work with this, I stopped at five. Oh, that means I have three more actually. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Passion is a part of presence, the fervency, the fervor. Be present if you are there. That's why I said to you in first service, if your spirit has left that organization, follow your spirit so that you will not be a ghost somewhere. Just, and the problem with some of you is that you don't want to take risks. You don't want to be left hanging. So you have one leg here. And because you have not saved any money. So you're like, ah! Gary drinking is staring me in the face. Coolie coolie cracking is not far from me. <laughs> roasted corn will become my friend. Eat the roasted corn. The Bible says it's good for a man to bear the yoke when he's young. When he's young. Anybody blessed today? Let's, let's pray, let's pray. You can stand if you want to. Stand if you want to. A lot has been said, but I don't know what you heard. Pray about 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 what you heard. If you will just tailor your life with this, you start seeing the difference between you and other people, organic in fact, if you really want to do this you know what I want to tell you to do, if you really really want to do this, every day you're going to work this week, listen to these two messages, listen to first service on the way to work, second service on the way back from work do it for 7 days, 14 days, 21 if your life doesn't change means the coconut potential of your head is beyond my anointing but I know that's (laughs) I I know that's not the case. (laughs) This kind of word, if it doesn't change your life, who am I? (laughs) Pray about what you heard, guys. God wants to commit. Besides, don't stop laughing, you know. If you know me, you know when I say things like that. 
laugh. Release your laughter. Unleash the joy. Pray about what you heard. I have a training that I did on wealth creation. And one of the substratum of my thoughts there is, is not wealth wishing. You create it. Create it. You produce. You produce. Create it. I don't know how many men heard yesterday when Jim Mateo was saying that his son said, Adai, do you earn money every day? And he said, how many of you remember that some months ago I told you that at least three to five days in a week money comes into my account from multiple products and sources. I don't have two heads. He doesn't have two heads. Your life must change. Feel like singing Apostle Selman's song. Your life must change. But we're not going to sing it. Pray it. was said to have the spirit of excellence but do you know how they knew he had spirit of excellence through the physical manifestations of that spirit the spirit doesn't have a body it has to possess a body it has a spirit body invisible to natural eyes the spirit of excellence is not a personified spirit it is a culture an impartation a grace for excellence but he produced things on the earth that expressed that grace we don't have all time to pray. We don't have all time to pray, but Father, we just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you, God. Many of us feel saturated now. Many of us feel stretched. Many of us feel challenged. Many of us feel like a lot of gaps are now visible to us. Visible to us. But Lord, what happened to your grace? Your grace is the gap filler. Your grace is the bridge builder. Your grace connects the chasm, rides over the gaps. So Father, we receive grace. We receive grace. We receive. Somebody receive grace. You don't even remember everything you need to do, but grace can pop up at the crucial moments, the crucial times. When my boss breaks down my spine, I receive grace. When the deadline seems to be choking me, I receive grace. When the hosts of work and responsibilities confront me, like God, I will finish my work. And the next line says, and God rested from all his work. So God didn't rest until he finished. Finish a phase, finish a part. Don't leave loose ends on the job. Tidy that aspect. Break it into days and weeks tidy that aspect when you move on from that organization don't leave them in pain on convulsion yes they will miss you in fact if they don't miss you it's a problem they must miss you but they shouldn't miss you and be bitter they should miss you the pain but understand that you had to move on when you're giving money for diesel, don't keep 5,000 in your pocket. Don't keep 500. You're cheating yourself. When you say buy the air conditioning system, don't keep 20K off each one and buy the lower brand. 
you are the change you are praying for Nigeria. If every church all over Nigeria will preach this message at least once every quarter, in three years, Nigeria will look very different. They will preach it and people, and half of the people will obey it. Stop waiting for an invisible savior. The savior lives on the inside of us. He wants to express himself through us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Olusheye, come real, say a one-minute prayer about this. Our God and Father, we thank you for the way you've spoken to us today. We thank you because you've sent forth your word. And your word has brought the light into our lives, to the very dark places. Even the places that we have not been paying attention to, Lord, we thank you. And we pray that this word will change us in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will be able to take steps in the name of Jesus. We pray we will be able to pay attention to the areas of our lives that people are not, that people don't see. We will, we will, we will be broken from, from, the, from the chains of eye service in the name of Jesus. We will be able to do things without um, uh, whether or not the acknowledgement of people, knowing well that Jesus is our boss in the name of Jesus. We pray that every step we take from now would, would take us better and make us better and better in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will be the right example in every space in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will represent Jesus in the marketplace the right way in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's celebrate God. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Some of you, please be seated. Some of you need accountability partners. You might want to walk up to somebody and say this. You know, I, I want to just keep a tab on me, challenge me. Some of you, you need to join coaching communities or, or get a coach in your life. They'll work with you for a week, work with you for an hour one time, or join a monthly thing, or you need to embody this. You need to embody this. You can't go back to the sloppiness. You can't go back. Don't go back to the place of thinking somebody's coming to save you. If you were blessed by that, can we celebrate God? Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.